There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show. Wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Let's talk to uh, a very friendly uh, Lib Dem MP for Edinburgh West and... Uh, uh, I've heard that she is a great champion of Dominic uh, Cummings as well, and she hates all this nastiness. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not surprised because she's such a nice lady, isn't she? Yeah, very much so, yeah. Yeah. Christine, good evening. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> champion of Dominic Cummings, moi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And why Why wouldn't you be? Well, the thing is, James, you know, part, you know I sympathise he's a parent. We all have children. We all, you know, those of us with children, worry about them, all of that, but millions of people in this country have been worried for two months about their loved ones and made heartbreaking sacrifices every day since lockdown, including missing weddings, funerals, um, fathers who haven't been at the birth of the children, mothers who couldn't be in one horrendous case with the child when they died. People did that, and they did that on advice, partly formulated by Dominic Cummings, but on the advice of the government in all well, I think I think and it was the advice of the, the hospitals, that. but but yeah. he didn't well, he, follow it. Well, well, he did. And I'm he sorry, uh, Christine. Well, he's got nothing in his mind to apologise for. So why would you apologise if you didn't think you'd done anything wrong? Maybe with hindsight, and it'd be great for all of us with hindsight. Maybe with hindsight, he possibly could have done it differently, but he didn't. So there we are. But one of the important things in life regardless of the situation, surely, is to acknowledge that the impact you have on other people, regardless of your intentions, that your intentions might be... Well, this is the thing. Hang on. This is the thing I have a problem with. Why why are so many people getting so upset about this? Because they didn't do it or because they... Why? He didn't go near anyone, as far as I can see. He didn't infect anyone. He went to a place where he had some help... And he could be self-isolated with his family. And that seemed to me to be a really good idea. Get out of the way. His boss was very ill in hospital and then in intensive care. So, quite frankly, I I think most intelligent people who were able to do that, listen, not many of us have got the facilities to do what he did. So maybe there's some jealousies here somewhere. There are specific things that he did that he said yesterday that he had done that people have said, that wasn't 
the right thing to do. That was wrong. The specific one that struck me immediately that he said it was that his wife phoned and said she wasn't well and he suspected she had COVID-19. He was working with a lot of people who were already ill. He left where he was, went to his wife and then went back to work. That to me was wrong. He then drove 260 miles to a different part of the country where... And, you know, he could have had food delivered to his house in London if that is all he had done when he was in Durham. And then he went out on Easter Sunday when the government was stressing that we should all resist the temptation to go out in the sunshine on Easter Sunday. He went out in his car. He went out in his car. He actually said that they got out of the car and they sat at a riverbank. Now, regardless of... Well, if there was nobody else there, what are you complaining about? Know there was going to be nobody else there. How did, well, if there was, hang on. No, 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 Christine, shush. If there were people there, he wouldn't have got out of his car, would he? He'd have been stupid because he's a well-known face and it would have uh, would have been a silly thing to do. So he wouldn't have got out of his car. I take my dog What I want to know is why is everybody so upset about this? Why are you so exasperated about this? There's a lot of important things going on in the world. Yeah, this wasting is the energy in the last three or four days on this when, you know, yeah. the, the economy's in it for the biggest crash in 300 years we should be talking yeah. about and keeping all the people in position. Yeah, but he has undermined the credibility of the government because in order to... No, he hasn't. Virus, he hasn't. Let me explain, James. Let me explain. In, order in your view, he has, but other people think differently. Well, a lot of people... I've had 150 emails about it in the last two days and not a single well, one of them. Well, that's nothing, is it? That's nothing. Only just about... That is that nothing. Than I've had. Well, that's only in two well, days. Well, then I ask, what authority do you have to, to actually have anything if that's the only kind of level of, of uh, contact with the public you have? I mean, that's appalling. James, that's I would have thought you had a contact. few hundred every week. Uh, no, I have a few hundred every day. I have had 150 people saying, call for Dominic coming to resign. Now, what I'm saying is that Over the, three government's days. Success, the government's success in tackling this and keeping us all safe and you know not allowing the NHS to be overwhelmed and for people to die from shortage of ventilators and equipment depends on us all following the guidance, every single one of us. And that includes them. That includes me and you. We have to follow the guidance. Um, we'll talk again about something we agree on, I'm sure, in the not-too-distant future. <laughs> um, always good to have you on the show, Christine. Thank you very much indeed. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Let's talk to uh, Luke Hilliard, director of the think tank High Pay Centre. Uh, Luke, good evening. You must be a fan, Luke, of Dominic Cummings because, of course, he said he never wants to be paid more than 100000 a year. In fact, he refuses to take more than yeah. that. He thinks that's enough for anybody to earn. So yeah. um, he's at the top of his game. He's, uh, that, that, that's quite a, a, a sobering thing to do, isn't it? Well, that's quite interesting. Actually, it just shows that it's not necessarily money that entirely uh, motivates people. You know, Dominic Cummings is extremely influential person with a lot of sort of status and responsibility. Obviously, got the ear of the prime minister, and it's um, uh, is that what galls people you know, most? Do you think, um, Luke? Do you think the fact that he's actually got the ear of the prime minister, that he can talk to the prime minister whenever he wants, because basically that's his job, is that what upsets people? Do you think? 
Well, I think that possibly irks people somewhat because he's not um, um, an elected uh, official. You might say that the prime minister... Yeah, but none of them uh, are. You know, none of the advisers are, are they? Why, well, no, why is think, he such a problem? Well, it's, I think it's. Sort of, I think there's a um, sense that he's particularly influential. You always get get the feeling from reports that uh, you know that Boris Johnson's the advisor and it's coming to takes the decisions. I mean, I, I you know I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't. Uh, know well, I don't get that, that sense, but I. Do, but I, 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 do, I don't know. I, think you, I don't know. You re, you sort of read the, in the mm. in the media. That he's he, got this aura, hasn't he? That's why he can wear a beanie hat and a cagoule and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but you don't want to believe everything you read in the media, yeah. do you, Luke? True, of course not. But you, uh, you know, uh, pivoting. But to, you do. Uh, yeah, the, I know. The uh, the um, circumstances of the past couple of days. I think you'd say that the length that uh, Boris Johnson is and the government are going to protect him. Uh, well, why? What? See, he's not, not, he hasn't done anything wrong. What do you, hang on, well, hang on, well, Luke. This is the same with all of you. The, what has he actually done wrong? Well, um, just to sort of finish the point I was making there, he's, you know, he's obviously done something that's uh, extremely controversial and that has attracted uh, a and lot of all. criticism. And, and the, uh, uh, the government are proving extremely desperate. Well, why should, uh, the, why should the government... No, they're not. Why should, hang on. Why should the government be told what to do by the media? Much as we'd like to be able to do that, that just seems to me to be very undemocratic. Well, I think uh, it's not just the media, firstly. You've got, um, I think, many conservative MPs who've got no... Uh, you yeah, know, but they're, they're no usually people you haven't heard of. It's probably eternal enemies. Elected just, against. Just, yeah, but they're, yeah, but they're harming their own election pro- uh, re-election yeah, process. They do that, well, yeah, but they I don't think so. They, the, they, don't, they don't think say. that, Luke. They don't think that. They think they're actually... They think that they will be able to keep themselves very popular by people who've obviously... Most people don't write letters of complaint. So people who... that's a that's an that's yeah. a, um, odd approach, and um, uh, I suspect they may find it uh, counterproductive in the, the long term. But sort of move, I'm sure they will. Your, pivoting to your point about um, what has he done wrong? Well, he's obviously not been at home uh, isolating during the lockdown. He's given his excuses for that. We'll we'll talk again on this because you're one of the few people who wants to come on and actually say you, that you think Cummings is in the wrong. Uh, maybe maybe I just frighten people. Maybe it's Ash actually yeah. who frightens people. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. How 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 fast is your uh, broadband? How fast is your computer? Uh, well, it's slow at the moment because everyone's at home, but, you know, it's normally about 50, 100 meg, isn't it, now these days? is about average. Well, in Australia, um, 50, 50, researchers so. in Australia have just logged a speed of 44.2 terabits per second. Woo! Compared to Britain's 64 megabytes per second. Yeah, rubbish, yeah. I don't understand this, I mean, that's, anyway. It's Sean a Wright... thousand high-definition <laughs> films in a second. Yeah. It takes it? you about 10 minutes just to pick one film, doesn't it, to get through, to yeah. pick one. So, you know, Sean I mean. Wright's a tech expert. Could you stop being the tech expert? Let's talk to Sean. Sean, welcome to the programme. So uh, is this, uh, this going to change our lives? Uh, it quite possibly could. Um, the, the speeds that they have done um, are, have broken the records. And if you compare it to the speeds that you were talking about earlier, 
Um, my own home broadband, uh, I worked it out. It's about 550 times faster. Um, so for typical home users, um, that's going to be significantly faster, also given that many people might be starting to work from home, um, given the, the changes in the world uh, with the current COVID-19. But it's not really going to well, improve our lives. The interesting lives, thing is, I'm, I am sitting at home, and before where I would have had to have loads of equipment to do a radio show from home, I've got my Apple laptop, and I've got a microphone plugged into it and some headphones and a couple of other... I've got an iPad screen to see other bits and pieces, and uh, I can do the whole radio show from here. Correct. Um, um, it's it's going to especially make it um, uh, a lot better for... for Families who have children streaming at the same time as you're trying to do a, a high-definition video call, uh, while perhaps another child trying to download mm. games to the game console, and that um, that will have some bearing. Um, the biggest uh, kind of bottleneck with these types of speeds is now going to be the actual devices within your home. So you're talking things like your home router um, and network devices on your home network. Mm. So we'll need all new equipment to benefit the speed. How, how, how come, if it's not a rude question, how come Australia has done this before us? It is a good question. Um, so other, uh, I can tell uh, it's actually a research project, so it's an Australian university, um, I think it was from. Um, yeah. And I guess they were just... The ones that decided to research this and, and came came out with this breakthrough. But I mean, what's the point in it? I mean, obviously, it'd be good to, if we could treble our speed or whatever, and then everyone will get enough speed to download everything. But this is so massive. What's the actual major benefit of such a, an amazing speed going to be? I don't think. I mean, as I mentioned before, you're probably going to be limited by the, the equipment in your home. So the current. Um, uh, benefits might not be seen yet. Um, it's probably going to help future-proof. Um, one of the important things to call out is these speeds have been reached over existing um, infrastructure. So it doesn't require uh, relaying things such as cables. Um, and the actual devices that they're using on this new technology that they found out mm. um, is things that they can mass produce at a reasonable cost. So already so using the infrastructure that's around, like the fibre optics. Exactly. So the differences that you have in speed today is uh, you get two kind of fibre optics. You get partial fibre optics, which is just to a cabinet in your street, and then it's a copper wire from that cabinet to, to your house. Yeah. And that, I think, is limited to around 80 megabits per second. And then you get uh, what's called fibre to the premise, um, which is full fiber from your house all the way to the, the exchange center. Um, and this would be utilizing existing cables. So I know OpenReach are, are laying out a bunch of those cables. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it would mean that they would have to go and relay, relay new cables. And they could simply just retrofit the existing cables that they've laid down. Um, how far could we go with this sort of thing? What do you think? I mean, in, if I came back in 100 years, what what sort of tech would be available then, do you think? What sort of thing could we do? Oof. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just, just thinking back, 
30 years, I mean, um, we were still on things like dial-up, and now we're talking about speeds of 44.2 terabytes. Um, so you go back 40-odd years, years, I didn't have uh, a mobile phone when I started off no. life, and, uh, you know, there was no such thing as a computer. Well, there was, and it was huge. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, your mobile mouse is, is way more powerful than any of those devices. Sean Wright, who's a, a tech expert living in the um, in the Scottish borders. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. That was uh, the clips for today. The worst of whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back seven o'clock until ten, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.